I am Grandpa, and I love you. I'm Grandma, and I love you too. Welcome to our podcast, Grandpa and Grandma Bedtime Stories. We share some stories that will make you laugh. We share stories that might make you cry. And we share stories that will give you courage to choose the right. And these bedtime stories will help you to dream sweet dreams. So get on your pajamas and say your prayers. Turn out the light and hear our story tonight. Good evening. This is Grandpa Edward Jeffrey Hill, and I hope you all had a good day today and that you feel happy and peaceful as you get ready for bed. When I have worked hard and done good things during the day, I feel so happy and calm when I go to bed and I sleep really well. I feel especially peaceful if I have done good things for other people. I also feel good and peaceful when I've done my best trying to do something that is very difficult to do. And that's what this story is about. It's about a time when I tried something that was very, very challenging, but I did it anyway. I wanted to quit several times, but I stuck with it. As you will see in this story, things didn't turn out as planned. I could have been angry and frustrated, but instead I made the best of it and I felt pretty happy. I could have quit, but I didn't. I hope that when things don't go as planned for you, you can choose not to be frustrated, but to make the best of it and to move forward. Remember, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. When I was a teenager growing up in Tacoma, Washington, I dearly loved my copy of the Guinness Book of World Records. Have you seen that book? I just love books that have facts and figures in them, and the Guinness Book of World Record had so many facts and figures, and they were all so interesting. That's why I like the book so much. There were so many interesting records, and I would read it for hours and hours. For example, I learned that the tallest man ever measured was Robert Pershing Wadlow from Alton, Illinois, who was last measured on June 27, 1940, and was 8 feet 11 inches tall. Wow, that guy was tall. I wondered how he managed in the world that was built for people who are 5 foot 9 inches tall, the perfect height. By the way, I am 5 feet 9 inches tall. I read that the heaviest person ever weighed was John Brower Minnick who weighed 975 pounds in September 1976. Wow, that is pretty heavy. Though they didn't have a scale big enough to weigh him, his doctor estimated that he weighed more than 1,400 pounds before he died of congestive heart failure. I read about another fun record. It was the greatest number of hot dogs ever eaten in 10 minutes. Can you guess how many that was? Take a guess. You're wrong. It's a lot more than that. Well, Joey Chestnut ate 76 Nathan hot dogs in 10 minutes at Coney Island. I personally could probably only eat about five hot dogs in 10 minutes, and then I would probably throw up. No, actually, I wouldn't throw up. I have not thrown up in more than 60 years. But that's another story. Back to the Guinness Book of World Records. As I read, I dreamed about setting a record and seeing my name in that book. I wanted so much to be in that book. 
I thought and thought about it. I wanted so much to set a world record so that when people read through the book, they would see my name holding a world record. Of course, that was very prideful of me. And it wasn't the best reason for wanting to set a world record. But anyway, that's what I thought when I was a teenager. It was true. I hope I'm not quite that prideful now. I read through all the records in the book, but I had a hard time thinking of even one that I could break, or one that I would even want to break. I couldn't grow to be nine feet tall. I was already the perfect height of five feet nine inches and would be unlikely to grow any more. I didn't want to weigh 975 pounds. I would only be able to sit around all day. It would be fun to eat as much as I could all the time, but it certainly wouldn't be worth it to die of congestive heart failure. And I couldn't eat dozens of hot dogs in 10 minutes. That just sounded gross and painful. So what could I do to get my name in the Guinness Book of World Records? In those days, I lived with my mom, Ladine Jones-Hill, my dad, Edward Iringhill, my two brothers, Scott Emery Hill and Ted Howard Hill, and my sister, Anne Catherine Hill. We lived in a white house, not the white house, but in a house that was painted white at 1202 South 129th Street in Tacoma, Washington. Across the street was the Pacific Lutheran University College Golf Course. And in those days, there were no fences around that golf course. I love that. And I learned to love golfing very much. And I still love golfing to this day. In the summer, I would get a monthly youth pass for $35 a month. And I could golf as much as I wanted whenever I wanted as long as I didn't get in the way of anyone else. Almost every evening, about half an hour or so before sunset, I would go out on the golf course and play four or five holes before it got dark. It was a wonderful time to just think and relax. It helped me get calm and peaceful before I went to bed so I could sleep better. Sometimes, if no one was on the course, I would empty my bag of 20 or 30 golf balls and line them all up and hit them one by one. It was like I had my own private driving range. Instead of playing one ball for the hole, I would play 20 or 30 balls at one time for a hole. When I did that, I could only play one hole before it got dark. took so much time. And sometimes it got dark before I finished, and I wouldn't be sure I had hit all of my balls into the hole. Other times, I would bring just one club and one ball and see how straight I could hit it and how fast I could play five holes. It got to the point I could play five holes of golf in less than 20 minutes before it got dark, and I couldn't see my ball anymore. Another thing I liked to do was to get up early in the morning and look for golf balls. I would find lots of them. Sometimes I wondered how many of them were my balls that I had lost the night before. In those days, in the late 1960s, magazines were very important. Every family subscribed to several magazines. We would look through the magazines instead of looking on our phones, because, of course, smartphones had not been invented yet. I would read these magazines cover to cover over and over again. One of the magazines we subscribed to was Golf Digest. It had lots of ideas about golf, and I especially loved that magazine. 
I read it cover to cover several times every month. One day, early in June 1969, I was reading the December 1968 issue of Golf Digest. At the very back of this issue, it listed all the world records for golf, the lowest scores, the most holes and ones, the most consecutive birdies, etc. But there were two records that caught my eye. Number one, the fastest 18-hole round, and number two, the most holes played in 24 hours. I loved golf, and maybe, just maybe, I could set one of these records. The record for the fastest 18-hole round of golf was 29 minutes. The record for the most holes played in 24 hours was 270. Do you think I could break these two records? Or could I break even one of these records? And if so, which one? As you know, I really liked numbers and math, so I decided to figure it out. If I could play five holes in 20 minutes, how long would it take me to play 18 holes? Can you guess? Well, if I could play five holes in 20 minutes, how long does it take to play one hole? You're right. It would take four minutes to play one hole. 20 divided by five is four. And four minutes times 18 holes is 72 minutes to play one 18-hole round of golf. Shucks! 72 minutes is quite a bit longer than 29 minutes. I knew I could improve on 72 minutes, but it would be highly unlikely I could improve that much. So I went to work figuring out how many holes I could play in 24 hours. This took some calculation. There are 24 hours in a day and 60 minutes in an hour. That means there are 1,440 minutes in a day. And if I played one hole every four minutes, how many holes could I play in 24 hours? Let's divide 1,440 by four. The answer is 360. I could play 360 holes in 24 hours. Wow, I could do it. Here was my chance to hold a world record. I could already play five holes in 20 minutes. All I would have to do is to continue at that pace for 24 hours, and I would demolish the record. But wait, these records were in Golf Digest. But they had to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for me. I quickly got my copy of the Guinness Book of World Records down from my bookshelf. I was so excited as I opened up the index. I looked down the list of categories and found golf. As I opened to the golf section of the book, the book caught fire and it burned up. No, just kidding. But I was very, very excited to see what was in there and my face got very hot. To my utter jubilation, I saw that the record for most holes played in 24 hours was in the Guinness Book of World Records. And in this book I had received from Santa Claus on Christmas, the record for most holes played in 24 hours was indeed 270. There it was. That was the record I was going to beat. I was so excited. I was going to get a world record. I couldn't wait. The thought came to me that maybe I should train for this to get stronger and to build my endurance. But I was just too excited, so I didn't train. I didn't practice. I didn't do anything to prepare. I just wanted to do it. I probably should have trained. That was one lesson I learned from this. 
The next morning, I went to the clubhouse of the Pacific Lutheran University College Golf Course to give them the exciting news that I was going to set a world record on their course. The club pro, Joe Greco, kind of smiled and kind of laughed at me. He said, do you really think you can play 270 holes in 24 hours? He looked at me like I was kind of crazy. But I looked at him, and I told him I was serious. He looked at me again and smiled and said, I'm happy to give you a try. Let me think about it. Come back this afternoon and we'll talk some more. All day I was excited. I played a nine-hole round for fun and shot a 42. It took me two hours to play the round. I calculated that at that rate, I would only play 108 holes in 24 hours. I would have to play much faster than that. But I could do it. That afternoon, Joe said, Everyone is excited for you to try for this record. It could bring some good publicity for us. Here's what you need to do. Start tomorrow at 6 a.m. and wear a bright-colored sweatshirt. I will tell all the golfers that you are on the course trying to break a world record and to look out for you. You don't have to stop for anything. Just yell, four, when you hit it if there are people in front of you. We'll try to get the media here tomorrow afternoon if you are on track to beat the record. I went home walking on air. I told Mom and Dad what I was going to do. Mom said something like, Don't hurt yourself, Jeff. And Dad said, I'm proud of you. You dream big. That will get you far in this life. Dad was always proud of me, and I think that's one of the reasons I was so proud of myself. That night, I wasn't calm and peaceful. I was so excited that it was really hard to sleep. But I hope that tonight you are very calm and peaceful and can fall asleep right away. Because that is the end of our story for tonight. Next time, I will tell you what happened as I tried to set the Guinness World Record for the most number of holes played in 24 hours. Sweet dreams, chocolate creams, sleep tight, don't let the bad bugs bite. I love you. We hope you enjoyed tonight's bedtime story. We hope you felt our love for you. And we hope you will have sweet dreams tonight. We love you so much.